Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Encourage, Motivate, Inspire. This week we're going to be talking about authenticity and vulnerability in relationships. So I've had a lot of people reach out who are trying to break down their own walls to basically figure out how to be more comfortable with others and try and figure out ways to really go ahead and be their authentic selves. And I feel that a lot of people have come to me and expressed that sometimes they feel that it's hard to be who they want to be over fear of judgment. And I've completely been there before. Um, starting my business at a young age, I, you know, had the world <laughs> against me pretty much. I had so many people who were doubting me, who were saying, you're too young. You don't know anything about life. What makes you think that you could do this? And I think that's where a lot of people in the modern, uh, the modern day really feel that they can't do what they want to do because no one really seems to understand their wants and desires to support them and be that person in their corner the way that they need them to be. I'm sure that makes sense to you and I'm sure you can relate um, because there's so many so many instances in our lives where we just feel like we're on the wrong path and we feel that we need to readjust and we feel that we need to you know, follow our hearts and do uh, stay true to what's true to us. But there's so many people out there who say, you know, it, every day you just need to get up and wake up and go to work and it's your job, you're collecting a paycheck and just deal with it. And, you know, I definitely believe that we all face our own demons in that aspect, but I've never been one to believe that you have to follow this expected outcome. And because a lot of people want to branch away from that and really do what makes them happy, they fear that they can't be vulnerable and authentic because these people who continue to push their own agenda makes them feel as if they're failing. And I've also been there. I just remember getting ready to graduate from college and I felt this pressure to have a big, you know, big girl job lined up and work for a company that's a household name that everyone knows to really feel like I'm being successful. And I just remember getting closer to graduation and not really knowing what the hell I wanted to do. And I can't say that a lot of people do know what they want to do. You know, sometimes people don't go to college. And honestly, part of me is like, I wonder what my path would have been like. Would I had figured it out sooner? Who knows? And, you know, there's no right or wrong path, but how many people even later in their later years of life still don't really know what they want to do. And the fact that we feel that we can't pursue those things is awful in my opinion. And like I said, I got closer to graduation, didn't have a job lined up. I graduated without a job lined up and I felt like a failure. I felt like those four years were for nothing. And while I put all that pressure on myself, I felt that I really couldn't be vulnerable in my relationships about how I was feeling because a lot of people around me seemed to just have everything figured out and I didn't. And I think looking back on that, I wish I would have given myself grace and I wish I would have turned to the people who are closest to me and sought help, right? Because if you're anything like me, um, asking for help is hard. I'm not always able to ask for help because I just feel that I need to do everything myself and I need to make sure everything's perfect and do everything to the best of my ability. But holy crap, does that place a lot of pressure on me that no one else is like putting on me? It's just all me, me, me in my head. And 
if there's anything that I've learned is that we can't bog ourselves down with this type of pressure and feel that, again, we can't be who we are and like what we like and express what we want to express over that fear of judgment. And so today, when we talk about authenticity and vulnerability, it's really a personal development growth factor. So I am a huge fan of personal development. If you haven't already figured that out, if you're new here, welcome. I love personal development. There you go. And it, it's so important because we are the only ones who know how we're feeling. Even if we can't express how we feel or we can't make sense of our thoughts, it's our, it's us. It's in, we're in our own heads, right? No one else can be in our head. We can talk to people if we let the walls down, but even then it's very hard sometimes to express that. I am the type of person that I hate feelings. I feel so many feelings and I don't know how to communicate them sometimes that I just feel like I'm going crazy. Um, but what I've learned through personal development is we really have to be real with ourselves and authentic and vulnerable with ourselves first before we can do that with anyone else. And a lot of times that means, again, growth equals uncomfort. Um, we're not going to grow when we're comfortable. And that is the number one thing that if I can tell anyone, you know, you don't grow when you're comfortable. When we're in our comfort zone in self-preservation mode, we're not doing the work we need to do internally to live that life we want to externally without fear of judgment or without feeling that we can't be who we are. And again, when it comes to the personal development work, my best recommendation too is sitting down and journaling and being like, how am I feeling today? Why am I feeling like this? And the best way to get to the root cause is keep asking yourself why. And for me, it was, okay, why do I feel like I can't start a business? And for me, it was because people are telling me I can't. Well, why does people telling me I can't bother me so much? And for me, that was, I felt like it was expected to have a big girl job after college. Well, why do I feel like I was expected to have a big girl job after college? Well, that's a societal norm. But why does the fact that society says you should do XYZ and XYZ sequence bother me so much? And as I kept asking myself why and digging deeper and digging deeper, a lot of it came down to the fact that I always felt like I had to follow the rules and that rules were not meant to be challenged or broken, which was completely opposite of how I felt. And granted, yes, there's certain things that you need to do to be a good citizen and to not get yourself into trouble. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is in order for us to be who we want to be, we have to be willing to challenge ourselves and the thoughts that fill our heads because a lot of times we're the ones holding ourselves back. We are the ones who are getting in our own way. And that's a hard truth to accept. I'm not going to lie to you because the more I thought about why I wasn't taking action was because all of these things that were in my head, all of these things that I felt I couldn't be true to myself about, all of these things that I felt like I couldn't be vulnerable about was exactly what was holding me back. And again, when I'm saying an uncomfortable truth or a hard truth to learn, that's because so often we want to have an excuse for everything and be able to blame something, right? That doesn't mean we're bad people. That makes us human. Because sometimes it's hard to realize that it's us. 
So for me, I kept saying, you know, like, well, guess I'm not necessarily going to move forward in the direction I want because people are telling me what I should and shouldn't do. And I let that be an excuse for so long that it was like, holy shit, I really can't keep thinking like this. And once I finally broke down that barrier, I was able to be the person I knew I was inside, but the full version of me. And I want you to think about it for a second. Is the person that you show to the world the person you truly are? That's kind of a hard question to answer, right? Or it's hard to think about. Because I feel like sometimes we conform to the people we're around or conform to the image that we think others expect us to be. Now, granted, I've mentioned the Enneagram before. If you haven't looked at it, it's the nine types. Uh, It kind of explains your childhood story that forms your personality and explains character traits. It's extremely helpful. Um, I totally recommend getting into it. Um, But I'm a number three, which is like the achiever, super ambitious, the performer. And one of, I'm not going to call it a toxic trait. You could call it that if you'd like, but there's healthy and unhealthy states. And sometimes with a number three is we feel like we have to conform to something because we so badly want to be liked. And I've always said, I shouldn't care what others think. I shouldn't care what others think. But if I'm being real with myself, it bothers the hell out of me when I feel as if someone is placing judgment. But we're not always going to be liked and we shouldn't strive to always be liked. Because again, that's not being vulnerable. That's not being authentic. If we so badly want to push fast the anxiety and depression that's placed upon us for not being who we are, we have to accept that not everyone's going to agree with us and not everyone's going to like us. And then that, you know, still to that day, that's, that's hard for me to, to work past because again, with my personality type, wanting to do everything to a certain level makes me feel as if I need mass majority approval. Maybe you feel like this too, but the point is, is that we have to be the person we want to be because when we suppress that, again, that's where the anxiety and depression comes from because we feel like we can't be who we are. And I think that's one of the biggest moments when we realize that, again, we're standing in our own way. We just have to to push that away and know that the people who matter won't mind and the people who mind don't matter. Because the people who are in your corner, who support you and love you and want what's best for you, want you to be vulnerable and be authentic. The people who are facing their own demons, oftentimes their negativity or projection is a reflection of what they're going through inside, right? Think about it for a second. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where, you know, you've seen someone live vicariously through someone else, right? A lot of times people wish they can do things that other people are doing because they stand in fear. Perhaps it's fear of failure. But a lot of times when these people are in the background, they almost feel like they have to dictate that that person's path, excuse me, Because they want to see a certain outcome that they perhaps didn't get to themselves. For example, I was an athlete in a past life and there was definitely people that I uh, was on a team with that 
they got so burnt out from that sport because perhaps they didn't really want to do it, but their parents were vicariously living through them and felt that their child's achievements reflected who they are as parents. Has that happened to you before? Because how many times do we feel like we have to pursue something again because it's expected, but it's not what we want to do. And I think that's such an awakening moment because it doesn't matter if you're a recent college graduate or if you're mid-career or if you're later in your career. If you keep doing something that makes you unhappy, that's spilling over into other aspects of your life, and you keep doing it because you think it's expected of you, how much time and energy are you wasting when opportunity is everywhere? And now I'm not saying go quit your job. I would never recommend that per se. This is just, again, a little bit of, you know, to the podcast name, encouragement, motivation, and inspiration for you. But I don't think it's ever too late to start over. I don't. And that's the old soul in me. And that's also the person that probably cares way too much about certain things. And I'll admit that I care so deeply. I feel so deeply that that's something I have to work through on a, you know, a daily basis for sure. But I truly believe that opportunity comes knocking when we open our minds to what's possible. If we consistently close ourselves off saying this is the best that it's going to get, I'm just going to go day in, day out, not feeling happy or feeling fulfilled and feeling lost, thinking that's normal. That's where we have to dig deep and get vulnerable with ourselves of what are you willing to sacrifice? And if you're not willing to prioritize what makes you happy, you're ultimately sacrificing that end goal. If you don't sacrifice for what you want, you are sacrificing what you want. Isn't that an interesting concept? It really is. And I just, I feel this so deeply that we oftentimes need to give ourselves permission when in reality, we don't need permission. We don't need permission for someone else to do what we want to do. We don't need permission from someone else to follow our hearts. You know, we don't need permission from someone else to, you know, take that leap of faith and just do something. But the big picture is, is oftentimes we feel like we need that permission and that root cause. Again, you get there by asking yourself, why? Why do you feel like you need permission? Why is that permission so important that it's hindering you from doing or going where you want to go, doing what you want to do, seeing what you want to see, being the person you are deep down and who you want to be externally and not just internally? So if you get anything away from this podcast today, I want you to know it is okay to struggle with who you are on the inside versus outside. But in order to truly break down those walls, it starts with you. You have to break down the walls yourself by getting uncomfortable and asking yourself these questions so you can work through them. But then also slowly giving yourself the permission that, again, you don't need. But if you feel that you need it, start becoming the authentic person you are on the inside, on the outside. And remember that you strengthen relationships by showing who you are. How many people out there need you to be you? Isn't that an interesting concept? 
how many people need us to be vulnerable and be who we are because they feel that they need that permission from someone else? How many people are you impacting by doing whatever the hell you want to do? Sometimes when we're on these paths, it's not just about us, but knowing that someone out there is watching you, inspired by you, knowing that if you have the courage to break down those walls, that they have the inspiration they need to do the same thing. They have permission that they didn't need because they see that you can do it too. Sometimes the people we look up to most, we look up to them because we admire them because we want to reflect that and we want to be that type of person. So when you see that someone else can do it, that should be automatically telling you that you are just as capable. If you surround yourself with people who support you, that is all you need to get to where you want to go. So I hope today this gives you exactly what you need. Hopefully you're hearing this at the perfect time, at the right time, and just know that I'm always a quick message away. Um, Never hesitate to reach out because at the end of the day, I am you. I am where you have been. You may be being where I haven't been even. That might be a little confusing, but just knowing that together we can work through these things and that it's important to share our story because again, we don't know who's watching. We don't know how many lives we're touching, but if I can touch one life every day with what I do, being vulnerable with all of you is worth it. So I hope you take something away with this today, like I just said, and know that The world needs you to be who you are and the world needs you to be who you want to be. All right. So as always, peace out, peace and love. Hopefully you guys have an awesome day and just remember that you can, you can do it. See you next time.